Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another installment of the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. We will see, but as always, come on, where's my Blue's Clues, my Tabitha Brown audience? I am very, yes... I'm very excited for today's guest. And truly is, or truly am, it's a, it's a friend of the show, it's a friend of me, it's the homie, and y'all know how homie episodes go, they get a little wild. Uh, but you know, I'll keep it contained and professional, will I? Y'all know I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but today we have a hilarious king. He is Haitian, Zoe Gang member, and now Judith is back here doing the, the Haitian signs yeah. and throwing up. <laughs> yeah. I suck passe, the Haitians are in the nula, building. Nula, nula. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm being overpowered, guys. Let me join. Let me join. I'm fake Haitian as well. I'm fake Nigerian. I'm fake Haitian. Y'all know that I'm fake anywhere from the diaspora because I'm not giving the government my 23 Me's. Yes. He's a showrunner and an actor. You've seen him on TV in Insecure, Rap Shit, and now he's starring in his own series with All Black called Send Help, which I've seen. It's so good. It's so funny. And it's such a, it's a really heartwarming story as well. And also very Haitian. So, you know, get involved. His production company Bassett House Pictures is holding a screened at night short film competition. Okay. And for more details, you can head over to filmfreeway.com slash BHPS short film competition. Not y'all having full plugs up at the top and go, listen, John's publicist is good. Congregation, please welcome Jean Ellie to the show. What's Jean. up? What up? What up, y'all? How y'all doing? Oh, you have a great voice. People are going to really love your voice. Really? Yeah, they be getting tired of migrating shit. They're like, ma'am, can you drink tea? Like, why do you sound like this? But here we are. Wait, okay, so John, I have to ask you. Yeah, I knew you were doing that because the last time, does anybody know? Wait, uh, I was eating a sandwich. Literally, John does this to me all the time, and I knew that you were doing it to me while I was talking because, like, one time we were out and he was, like, wiping his nose, and I was like, oh, has he got something on his nose? He's like, no, you have a fucking nose. I was like, oh my God. Oh, so embarrassing. I always have something on my face when I see John. I guess this is just. I'm trying to let you out here like that crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make sure you good. He's like, you look crazy, sis. What's up? I'm going to tell you. I appreciate down. that about you. You know, the Leos, they're going to support you. They're also, we were talking before we got on the air about um, a date that you were helping your friend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was helping him navigate that situation because he's not from L.A. He's from New York. So mm-hmm. he was, he had a date. So he was trying to figure out like, where to go, what to do and things of that nature. So I just put him on some 
some spots to go to. That's really sweet of you. And then I asked her, because John said that, like, back in the day when he, he is all fianced, if you haven't read People uh, magazine. <laughs> he is all fianced. <laughs> he, is, he has a fiance. He's getting murdered. But in, in back in the day, you were saying, like, oh, yeah, like, if I go on a date, maybe I do it early in the day, because you were like, maybe I spend, like, the whole day with the person. That's wild. And I was like, that's big Pisces energy. But you said, no, but you're a Leo, a Leo and I know you're a Leo. a Leo. And we talked about that because I said I had to kick Leos out of my life. Yeah, no, which there is was sad. too many. It's unfortunate. Y'all you should, too, not, you should not do that. Y'all, y'all always want to go a themed party. Everybody got to have the certain outfit to come. Like, it's just very stressful <sighs> late July and early August. Not like August 1st babies. Not the people in the beginning half of, of Leo season. It's the people in the last half that are like, we need to be all white. I'm like, I'm so over this all white situation like it's so played we don't own all white all of listen I do but I buy all of my white shirts from Amazon for like four dollars because I'm not an adult so <laughs> if I get a white shirt I'm wearing it one time there will somehow magically be a stain on it and it needs to be thrown away exactly. so I'm not spending money on a white shirt it's pointless I really don't see a reason they are why, attracted to why to wear all white like it makes no sense I'll literally not eat anything not drink anything and then somehow I'll come home and there's a stain on my shirt yeah how big fat one day, maybe I'll be like, like Sarah Jessica Parker said, she's the type of girl who wears white and never spills on it. It's not me. I'm a stallion. And yeah, I'm well, free. That, that's a fucking lie. Like, literally, I will spill red something, everything on me. And there'll be no red in the, in the vicinity, and I'll still right. get red on and me. And how did red get like, on it? White is a scam. White clothing is a scam. But speaking of scams, John. You know what's a scam? Them what? towels in the hotel. Them white mm-hmm. towels in the hotel. Them dishes be like, you be taking a shower, and you're like, cool, you took a shower, you and then you wipe yourself down, you're like, damn. Am I still dirty? Like, I just took a shower. No, I know exactly what you mean. You start to hit that neck. And I'm yeah. like, I know I scrubbed my neck in the shower. Exactly. Like, what is this? What is this? I brought my own loofah and everything to make sure I'm good. Right. Listen, hotel towels in general. Also, we've said it before on this podcast. If you're in a hotel, make sure that you ask for it to be cleaned every day. That's a scam hotels are trying to do so that they don't have to pay people to clean the hotel rooms. Wow. It's not about COVID. It's not about you being a nice person. They just trying to be cheap. So y'all call and get y'all room cleaned every day. Get y'all fresh sheets and help out the community. Yes. But... We always ask at the beginning of the show, what is your relationship with scams, Sean? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever run some scams that you're at liberty to talk about? I know I know you do on one of the shows that you're on. <laughs> if you haven't seen the first season of Rap Shit, get into oh, it. The little scam scams. Uh, stand the scammer uh, on Rap Shit. Uh, have I ran a scam or do I? Mm, I wouldn't consider it a scam. Love that. Um I consider it just business. Oh, okay. And, scams could be business. Scams and are seriously, a whole profession. seriously, like, my job wasn't providing it when I was used to work for Sprint. Mm, um, you worked for Sprint, so definitely you were scamming. Was you wearing a yellow polo? <laughs> no, I had a black polo. I had the black okay, polo. Classy. Yeah, you old was school, a manager? Old school. Yeah, I was like old school. <laughs> I was, at that point, I wasn't a manager at that time, but, like, I literally used to go on eBay, buy SIM cards for 10 bucks, and sell at the store for 50 bucks. Wowzers. And, <laughs> yes, I'm going to say that that's a scam, John. <laughs> <laughs> Not you coming in with your own products. I go into the store trying to buy something. You pulling it out your pocket like, hold on, my guy. Hold on. It was like, yo, we need SIM cards. The store didn't provide SIM cards, so I provided an extra service. <laughs> I was trying to retain customers. It was customer retention. I was holding them down. You were going and above and beyond. Phone, you know what I'm saying? From the Right. You're like, you want a phone case? I got phone cases too. Yeah, I don't know. I buy from this guy at Sprint. He pulls everything out of his pocket. Like, it's, I don't know if it, he was like straight cash or Venmo. I didn't know Sprint was doing all that. I love this for you. How long did you work at Sprint? I worked for Sprint probably like three years, three, four years. How often were you selling SIM cards? 
Ooh, I ended up doing it for like a year. Okay, that's a good I ended up doing time. it for like a year. The only reason I had to stop is because, what's it called? My manager at the time snitched on me to my district manager. Oh. So I had to like... Yeah. Hater. He just mad big he big of it first. Big hate, big hate. Like, big hate. Now, when he snitched, did they like, try to let you go? Or No, he was like, oh, come on, John, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm helping y'all out. I'm providing a service. Y'all don't got no SIM cards. I'm providing SIM cards. Right. This feels like upper phone, level management. I'm holding you down. You got ideas. They should have promoted exactly. you. Exactly. You need to be in the boardroom. <laughs> Get in the bag. I was up. trying to help them out. Yes. Also, I love my favorite scam run on that Sprint did was remember the um, Can You Hear Me Now nigga from Verizon? Yeah, when they took that dude. And they and I think after that they changed how commercial sponsorships work because at the time nobody ever thought that somebody who was the face of a company was just gonna go to a competitor and be like, all right, can y'all hear me now over here at Sprint? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's the biggest scam, honestly, is Apple. How Apple phones will literally give you all these updates and then mm-hmm. to mess up your phone to get you to get mm-hmm. a new phone. I always call it Steve Jobs tinkering with my shit from the beyond. If there's a new <laughs> phone coming out, I know Steve is in my joint just rearranging wires, fucking up my battery life. Oh, it won't it won't ruin your phone. It's fine. It's fine. It just helps. It improves yeah. it. Yeah, right. Oh, you wanted your phone to work? Oh, you trying to make phone calls? Oh, uh, then you need to get the iPhone 2012. Like, what you talk about, bitch? Get that iPhone 30. Which is the same 30. phone with the same phone with a different, with an added on camera. And like, it's more know. breakable. Exactly. Yeah. This is, we got glass all over this one, okay? You are definitely <laughs> going to crack this bitch, okay? You're, you're, you're just don't let, let it contact ground. Mm. <laughs> Look, I, but I'm I'm running I'm running risks out here with my phone. Literally, it don't have a case. Oh, at you're all. wild. That's a, that's a personality type. People who have their phone just raw dog in their phone with life, like that's a personality type. Yeah, it's know, a flex. It's, it's kind of living life on the edge. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you never have to go anywhere super quickly. You're never late for things. No, I take my time. It's giving punctual. <laughs> it's giving you wake up every morning, have your breakfast, do your routine. Yeah. Not me. I have like five cases on my like I have the screen protector which is cracked but I've learned my lesson if I take the cracked one off I'm gonna, gonna crack the real, the real screen. screen so I have to wait until I'm replacing it but then I also have the OtterBox which you can tell has really been like my OtterBox is like all my life I had to fight <laughs> Because I be dropping this bitch all the time, Look, every day. you are out of box commercial right now. Like, I am. They're literally loving you right now. They are, and as they should, because these shits really work. You know, you can throw it up against the wall. You can drop it from, like, a small story building. <laughs> you know, the thing I've been always wanting to try, you know how they be like, your phone is waterproof? Mm-hmm. But I'm always scared to just submerge my phone completely underwater to check it out to see now, if it why really would works. Now, why would you need to do that? Why not? Like I they, have they, it said, in they water. said it does. It's waterproof. So I'm like, for a few seconds, like they don't want to really sell it because then you could like sue them or like try to get true. a new phone that's if true. it doesn't work out. Did you know out? that people sued the Red Bull people for Red Bull gives you wings? Oh, they didn't get oh because they wasn't getting no wings. Exactly. Listen, they they not wrong. That, that's that's true. Red Bull ain't never. I ain't never flew on a Red Bull. Exactly. No, it just tastes like uh like sweet gasoline. <laughs> And I'm like, maybe this is doing something. Am I a car? <laughs> Put it in my tank. But let's take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back with What's Hot and Fraud. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes! That is summertime! It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, <laughs> the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know 
I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a show stopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash goddess Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back and it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn the streets about popping scams out there in the zeitgeist. Uh More often than not, we get a letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. All right, John, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender. Uh, Raul. Raul. Oh, I like Raul. So Raul says, I wanted to start by giving you your flowers. Okay, Raul. See, now what do we talk about? This is very nice, Raul. I'm reading it to myself, but I'm going to get into uh, <laughs> what you got going on here. So Raul says, don't let the email fool you. It's fake and not my name. LOL. Scam. Okay, see, I love you protecting yourself from even me, which I appreciate because if y'all smart. doing crime, smart. I don't want the government over here trying to solicit my damn emails. Oh my God. I tell you what to call how I got caught, how my Instagram got hacked by some Middle no. Eastern person and then try to com- get upset with me for t- get, um, getting my account back from Facebook. <laughs> they say, how dare you get your account back? They we said, was trying yo, to steal. help me brother, let me get your, let me, let me get the, let me get back into your account because I need to, I forgot something. I was like, no, you didn't forget anything, bro. Like, you're out, of, you're out of your mind. Like, I literally still have the thread in the, um, the WhatsApp conversation of him trying to steal my account back after I got my account back I was like yo bro you're gonna give me my account back he's like he's like give me 
I'm not through with it though. Give me just give me like two more days. I'm like, no, sir. Like, give me my account back. You Why pa- you not trying to help me out? And then exactly, literally called my phone, like called my phone oh my on goodness. WhatsApp and was like, yo, bro, like I did some of the stuff on your account. I need to get like call me back. Like, get someone steal it first. He, this is our account, us, us. Like the first, the first second was like he called me. He was like, yo, yo, did you get your account back? Yo, I think someone took. I think someone took your account. Took our account. Our account. We not friends. You hacked my shit. I don't know. I love this guy. He's got a great personality. He was like, let me hit him up with just the vibes. Yo, we both down bad right now because somebody took our account back from us after I had taken it from you, and it was ours. Now I just need to get in there and get several passwords that I had lined up. Can you help me out? So I'm like, I was furious. I was. Oh my god. And then he was like, Yo, man. He like he hit me with it. I was like, yo, I told you I was gonna get my account back. And he goes, He's like, You're lucky I didn't get your Facebook. Damn. <laughs> I was like, You fucking super villain. What the, right. Like, what nigga, the leave fuck? me alone. How you gonna be mad at me because I didn't let you rob me? Like, <laughs> really, you're not gonna be an equal opportunity mark and, and let me rob you? This is offensive. Wow. He really put the narrative. Ass mind. I'm kind of proud of him for that. I keep I won't say which countries, but there's a few countries that are big fans of one of the shows I'm on and they keep trying to hack my account. Like I keep getting like Dead notifications ass. on Twitter and on Instagram. They're like, These oh. people in this country are trying to log into your <laughs> shit. I'm like, Bitch, if y'all don't leave me alone. You better put the authenticator on that motherfucker. They just want that shit so they can have all my information. I'm like, Mark Zuckerberg, you already got my booty hole scanned. Like, we don't need, I'm not giving you nothing else. Like, come on now, man. You got my bank accounts. You got everything you need. Like, leave me alone. Talk about some verification, bitch. Uh -uh. No. So, Raul says, I'm writing to tell you how how I scammed the Nevada energy every holiday weekend. I'm a single mom, so I really try to save money where I can. I know in Nevada, the energy company is closed every major holiday. And if they are to cut your power, they do it in between 7 a.m. and 12 p.m. I've researched this. Okay. Okay. You know, see, times are hard in America where you got to start researching when they cut the power off so that you can time your shit. Like, bro, this is not cool. We're still in a panini, so I get it. And even outside of the panini, like, you know, the poor people, or not even poor, just anybody who could be a paycheck away or Mm. whatever from, like, abject poverty, like, Mm. they're taking advantage of us. There's poor taxes. You pay Mm -hmm. more money for your credit card interest to pay more money for loans like everything is predatory there is a poor tax so i'm not mad at this you research this raul get into it so i enrolled in flex pay pay as you go based off of your usage Mm. so when a major holiday is nearing i only pay enough up to the friday before the holiday since i know they won't come shut my power off over the weekend or on the holiday i know that's right okay so I ended up getting three days worth of free power every holiday weekend. I know that's right. You got the free, you you turning on all your lights and shit. It's Arbor Day, bet. Mm. Turn, no, crank all the lights, okay? Turn the stove on. Like, bitch, we got power, okay? Yes. Plug everything into the uh, strip core, you know? like it's, <laughs> That power strip is right. packed. Power strip sparking. Okay. <laughs> we charging all the devices today. Okay. Uh, so I ended up getting three days worth of free power on the holiday weekends. Then I'll add more money the Monday night before they reopen for the week. I ended up this saving person about. got it down to a science. Go ahead, Raul. Raul, I, I stand. Single mom, you was like, look, I need that the kids need their Game Boys, they need their Xboxes, and, yep. and I'm not paying that extra. Uh, I ended up saving about $20 worth of energy every holiday weekend that I did this. I 
love this scam because I came up with it myself. Vegas power is so damn high in the summer, and I encourage everyone to do it because paying for energy is a scam in itself. I hope you share this one. <laughs> well, take care. Yes, uh, Raul. Go ahead, Raul. And listen, Vegas is a desert. It's literally a desert where they were like, let's go do a lot of crimes out here, and let's it's just the wild desert. Out. Let's just wild out and run up the gas bill and run up the electrical right. bill. And everybody no needs AC. Us. Remember at the beginning of the pandemic when Vegas was like, we'll open up first? <laughs> Crazy. They're like, no, tell everybody to come to Mandalay Bay. Uh, We're we going to keep them safe from COVID. We're coming to Murano. Right. <laughs> Y'all got, listen, we got the fountains back up, and, and we're trying to get the people back in, okay? I wonder how much power Vegas uses. All those lights, all that all AC. All those lights, because, AC, because it's hot. hot. Fuck. I remember the first time I went to Vegas, I was like 20... Two, mm-hmm. and I literally felt like my sneakers were melting. That's how hot it was outside. And I went there in August. Oh, you went. Oh, you really so, went for the heat. I didn't know. It was my first Let's time in Dubai in first August. Time, first time going. Like I literally felt like I was running around with melted sneakers all day. I I always loved going to Vegas in my early twenties because we never paid for anything. Mm. My friend's grandma had a condo nearby, and then we would just go meet people, and then they would yeah. buy us lunch, and then they buy us fun. dinner, and oh, get so us into living. the club. Oh yeah, we were living just on vibes, on youth and vibes. Like, oh, that's sweet. It was. It was very sweet. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you gotta go make Must some money. Nice. I, I had to blow the bag. I just showed up as a, as, as a cute girl, and it was like, here are things. So I was like, thank you so much Do for what the thing. Like. It's your world. I'm just here to provide vibes. <laughs> I'm glad this is an equal exchange. I give vibes, you give dinner and uh, bottle service. It's working out for everyone. We're all having a great time. No, but I love this scam. And if y'all live in Nevada, I don't know, try it out. Maybe what's what's the next holiday? Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas. You could probably definitely clean Ooh. up. Get that bank holiday in there too. What about Kwanzaa? Is anybody off on Kwanzaa? No, we're not getting bank holidays for that yet. They Ooh. gave us Juneteenth. And as soon as they, they started that shit, they really ran the bag up. Walmart was like, let's get these black ass plates and coasters in and napkins <laughs> out for the Negroes, the Negro holiday. Oh, Lord. But yeah, so y'all, I don't know. Try it out. Maybe it'll work. We're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertising. So we'll be right back with Historic Hoodwings. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi Points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. At Rock! 
And we are back, and it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where we regale Jean with the famous con caper group of criminals. We'll see if we like them. We'll see if we hate them. We'll get his opinions all throughout. Fred Brito is a con artist of many faces. Mm. Caught up in a life of Hollywood luxury. You can relate. He turned to... <laughs> <laughs> he turned to scamming when he could no longer afford his lifestyle. Fair. But when he took on the faces of priests, company executives, and a psychiatrist, he sought to prove that he was just as good at his fake jobs as he was at scamming. So mm. he really committed. He okay. was like, yeah, I am a fake priest, but listen, y'all gonna get these wafers and these prayers. I'm gonna dunk these babies and, super and hard. make these donations. Okay, give me your baby. Let me put them in this water juice, okay? You want him to have a soul? Dealer. The faith dealer, yeah, slanging them faiths. Look at him. Okay, he gets oh, priest. It? It's giving oh, yeah. priest. These these spectacles with no uh, rims. Mm-hmm. That's giving like I read books. He's very studious. He's like I did the Bible cover to cover, old yeah. and new. Yeah, he he's read the Bible. Got some great passages that he uses every day. Yeah, he's like, let me drop these on him. Fire, okay. Mark, open up the book of Mark. It's about to be lit. Yeah, and, in he, and it was crazy. Like he looks trustworthy. Like you would trust him. He looks like you, he looks he looks like he, you, I wouldn't look at him twice. You're right about that. You wouldn't you wouldn't even, he'd be unsuspected. You're like, oh, you're scamming me. I didn't know. Right. I didn't even see you when you came in. But the thing is, it's those motherfuckers. It is. It's They're the them. best. Because you don't them. see him coming. You're you not looking at coming. this guy you like you're not. You're not caring. You're like, all right, whatever this guy's talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, he reached into my pocket and took my wallet, but I thought he needed something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just said he needed to verify my ID before I came into church. And I was like, <laughs> okay, amen. My sister used to was a call goat when she first moved to LA. She used to go in my wallet pick up my credit card she's like can I just look at something in the back of your credit card I just I forgot something I was, like, the CVV. I was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> can I take a selfie with your credit card <laughs> that's all I just want to create memories oh, just a little selfie is hilarious love that for your sister and she living good love that for your sister I'm glad yeah. she came up on you so <laughs> in the beginning Frederick uh, Brito was born in Los Angeles, California in 1955 he was raised alongside five brothers and a sister in a small house yeah you got a lot of siblings mm. you gotta learn how, you gotta get a you job you gotta learn how to make it so uh, at age 20 was he a middle child or was he, where does he fall so he has five brothers and a sister I don't know where he falls in the age rank but I don't think he's the oldest so mm. that's a lot that's like six other siblings that's a house of seven yeah, yeah you gotta do crime that's, mm-hmm. that's too many mouths to feed. mouths to feed. You're looking at mom and dad, figuring out, like, oh, they can't support us all. Let me handle it on this side. And five brothers, you know they was making them boys get employed for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, the one sister might have been the one taking pictures with people's credit cards, CVVs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, at age 20, he was drawn to the Hollywood nightclub scene of the mid-70s. He's not giving Hollywood nightclub, at least from the photo that Uh -uh. we saw. It wasn't giving, like, Studio 54, but, you Uh -uh. know, maybe he had more hair then. Could could be, but then again, it's like, he looks like he went bald early. Yeah, it is giving, like, he was, like, 22 and the hairs were just leaving. And he, like, tried to keep it with, like, a comb over. Yeah, because he had the little back. He was doing the booty. He had all the hair back there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had all the hair back there, so he was literally combing it over the top. He's like, I just have a very deep part that's the whole middle <laughs> of my head. Oh. It's a side part. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, like a lot yeah. of side, a oh, lot of part. Lord. So He probably uh, had a jerry curl. Oh, I mean, maybe. He, he, probably, he probably wore one. He kind of is given like he was doing something when he like had. big curls. It was here that Fred became close friends with later roommates, the actor Paul Lynn, best known for his TV roles on Bewitched and the Hollywood Squares. Mm-hmm. According to Fred, he became accustomed to a more luxurious life because he knew the Hollywood Squares, nigga, so they was doing Hollywood Square activity. Exactly. He was hanging out with him. Driving Mercedes Benzes, living in the Hollywood Hills, going to Beverly Hills restaurants, doing all the things that oh, movie stars living. would do. Yeah, he was that girl. 
Yeah. He was like, do you need a friend, um, Mr. Bewitched? <laughs> Who are you going to the, uh, to the, and you know, Mr. Bewitched looked like he still had all his hair, so maybe he was like, let me bring my bald friend. Yeah, and so it's like. <laughs> so I look like I a more of a baddie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. By comparison. But when he grew older, he was cast off as Paul's favorite chosen one as he grew older and his life of the Hollywood luxury like abruptly ended. So it sounds like as soon as that hair started to dip out. Everything else dipped out, too. Yeah, that's sad. That sucks. They're like, get out of here, aging person. <laughs> this is Hollywood. Yo, you we just... only want young, vibrant people. Right. He should have got a wig. Just get you a wig, Fred, and keep and keep turning up. So with no place to live. Oh, damn, Fred, you were really out here scamming. Not you wow. living in somebody's house, being in the entourage. Sheesh. Fred moved back in with his parents. Now, Fred... <laughs> Yeah, his turn, this turn, that was a turn. That, yeah. That's sad. You got to get your coins up when you have a situation like that. You can't just be getting free dinners. Like, at least get some coins on the side or exactly, like. Exactly, like side hustle. Like, what are you doing? Get a bewitched check. I don't know, be a PA. Come on come on and exactly. fluff his mustache. Be, be his assistant. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, get a check. So he moved back in with his parents. Fred was forced to get a job for the first time in his life to wow. pay for the lifestyle he had become accustomed to. Fred was not giving that much of a bad bitch to be living like this mm. free. He must got a good personality. You know. So, however, it was never enough. And while he was working at a bank, he stole $1,000 worth of traveler's checks, his first federal crime. What? Mm-hmm. So, he $1,000 worth of traveler's checks. Did he steal, like, a bunch of traveler's checks or did he, like, write checks like going up to $1,000. It says he was working at a bank and he stole $1,000 worth of traveler's checks, his first federal crime. He was arrested and sentenced to jail. When he was released, Fred immediately violated his parole by skipping town to start a new life in Vancouver. Mm. Mm. Skip town, stole some checks, tried to, mm. and thought it was going to be set him up for life. And it's like the 70s, so that's back when you were still paying for like checks at the grocery store. Imagine like giving anybody now like a piece of paper and being like, this is money. They're like, what? What's this? Yeah, no, 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 this is money. I'm going to take the things right now, but you got this piece of paper that says <laughs> this is money. You good? Yeah, like no nothing now. Nowadays, no. nothing takes cash. I like, miss check fraud. I really think I would have been good at that. Check fraud? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would pay know. for everything in checks. Well, you there? You go could, to the gas station, then, buy a pack of gum, check. <laughs> you know, I almost incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> Fred ex- so several crimes later, Fred once again found himself behind bars in Burnaby, Burnaby, British Columbia. So now you done got arrested in two different countries. Okay. This guy. You, you got to stop getting He's picked up. He's a bad up. criminal. That's yeah, what he is. Do he, he, doesn't, hmm, he doesn't know what you're doing. So Fred explained why he kept committing crimes after he left Hollywood. He says, I was in the fast lane and all of a sudden now I'm in the slow lane on the soft shoulder in a sense. And I wanted to be in the fast lane and I would have done anything to get back in the fast oh lane. My God. <laughs> he said, bitch, now I'm not even in the cul-de-sac. I'm over here on the. <laughs> I'm over here on the side of the highway. Right. He was like, I was just trying to get back in that left lane. Y'all understand. And once I lost that hair, nobody was trying to fuck with me. Exactly. That's sad. R.I.P. So in order to get back in the fast lane, Fred would rent luxury cars and never return them to where he rented them. Wow. From. You could get away with that back in the day. Like, right. Where, where are you going to find you? Especially when you're not black or a person exactly. of color. They're like, yeah, give Fred this uh, Lambo. Yeah, right? He was it You know. Yeah, no, Lambo Fred. Yeah, oh no, my. he can have it. No. Yeah, he's good. So by the time he was That's in That's that his, privilege. That's right. that privilege. Because for us, they'd be like, okay, we like, need a blood sample. I'm going to need to check all your IDs. We need four relatives to come down here and vouch for you and put their houses up as mm-hmm. collateral. 
Big facts. All for you to rent this car. So by the time he was in his mid-20s, he had a, he was a five-time convicted felon. Wow. That's that's excellent. <sighs> he worked really hard, okay? He's he, in his he 20s. Worked, he worked five, in his 25 times? Yeah, they know him at the jailhouse. He was like, can I get my oh, old bed? Can I get oh, my old Lord. bed when I come back? And y'all had that ramen ready for me. Oh, my God. Have you have you ever been around, like, convicted, like, serial criminals? Like, yeah. Them motherfuckers. I'm like, why are you like this? Because that's their business. It's like, why are you like that's this? That's their profession. What do you mean, leave crime? This is what, what? I do for a living. This it's this my passion. Dumb. Like, I remember one time I got, I got bagged up, and I was going to get processed. And I was sitting there like, y'all are just dumb as hell. This one dude was like, yo, where you going? Y'all must get transferred to, um, like, Norfolk. All right, yo, I'm going to stay here tonight for the Christmas. So if you could give me your hoodie. That way, and then you also. And then I'll see could, you when I get booked over there. And what cell block should I stay in? I'm like, are you serious? I heard D ain't doing too good right now. They said the pipe's leaking. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be in D <laughs> block right, yo, right, right now. Yo, B and C. All right, C. C, cell 24, all right? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I mean, a lot of it isn't our fault. Like, it's just... It's just slavery, but like they True. put a little cute little label on it and do it. Like there should be no private prison. How are you gonna be like? Oh, I'm getting involved in prison. <laughs> yeah, no, I made a new jail for everybody. We we can't wait to get some inmates. Hoping people get processed soon. Exactly, locking <laughs> people up for drugs that are right. legal now. Ver- working very hard with the police to get as many people into a hot new prison as mm-hmm. possible. Okay, <laughs> we making the best license Three plates. Three hots in a cot. Okay, yeah. So it's all a scam. So, however, spending that much time in the legal system started to give Fred enough information to lead him to a whole new level of crime. So he got in there and he worked on himself. He said, "I got arrested too many times. I really need to step my shit up. Mm-hmm. I really need to start criming better." So he got an education. Makes sense. He got his BA in, in burglary. You know okay. why not? So by sitting through many of his own trials and hearings, Fred learned vocabulary used by the court-appointed psychiatrist. Mm. He put this to the test one day, coincidentally waiting for his own case to be heard. Fred pretended to be a psychiatrist at a hearing of his friends and convinced the judge to release the defendant, his friend, into the psychiatrist's custody, a.k.a. complete freedom. Wow. Yes. So he started working at Bald. He was like, okay, I'm not a Hollywood baddie anymore, but this Bald is giving... It's uh, giving me distinguished. It's giving me I've done things before. I'm learned. I know mm-hmm. psychiatry. Mm. Okay. A patient, client, uh, substances, wow. SSRIs. He just what, started just what like... What a second life when new hit, with no right. hair. <laughs> right. Go ahead. He learned how to pivot because, yeah, a Bald psychiatrist, you, I'm, I'm believing him in court. Exactly. He got a brown suit on. I'm like, oh, yeah, extra believable. Love it. So by 1985, Fred was a 32-year-old jailbird and decided it was time to turn a new leaf. He moved with his parents to Lancaster, California and created and became Mark Esparza. Mm. Wait, I know this name. You do? Mark Esparza. Keep reading. So Mark was everything Fred wasn't. A successful man with no criminal record and a job as a small government employee. So wow. he just rebranded. He was like, I'm not Fred no more. Fred got priors. I'm Mark now. Yeah. Mark lives a clean life, okay? And he's a clean life. He began attending city council meetings so much that he attracted the attention of Lancaster's mayor, Fred Hahn, who offered Mark a position as city commissioner. What? <laughs> That's Not just showing up to the community functions, and it was like, I don't know. We put him in government. He be here a lot. Every every time we had that punch uh, punch Thursday, you know, Mark gonna be there. Remember that? Remember that video that was online where the lady was fake signing with you? Yes, the whole time? I love her. <laughs> Not saying a goddamn thing. Everybody's she watching her like, throwing she's up gang like, signs. <laughs> <laughs> No, she just said like, Southside Crips. What? No, that's not sign language. 
<laughs> no, oh she just did a body God. roll, y'all. I don't think that was oh a part of God. the debriefing. She was in there like this. Like. Right? <laughs> no, guys, she's dancing. <laughs> she just hit the wall. That's not what the police commissioner <laughs> said. What is she doing? <laughs> she's doing the nene, guys. That's not American oh Sign Language. God. We know that. Is she doing a TikTok dance? What right. She, what is she doing? What is she, she said, doing? I'm a savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. <laughs> guys, no, we're talking about the fire down at the... At the <laughs> We're talking about the fire down in the, in the neighborhood, and she's oh, over here dancing. Lord. Yeah, that was Mark. He was like, I showed up enough that they were like, I don't know, this guy, city commissioner, he's wow. here a lot. So technically, Fred was still on parole, but through Mark, he could do some genuine good helping the disenfranchised. Wow. <laughs> However, Fred's new life as a do-gooder eventually crumbled when he couldn't stop getting up to his old tricks. Of course. Of course. He was never trying to do no old good. Old tricks die hard. They do. He was forced to leave Lancaster in shame after he held a press conference announcing that President Reagan had appointed him to a position at the White House. What? Yes. This man has no bounds. Like, no bounds. Does whatever he wants. He said, no, I met, I met Reagan on the acting set. Uh, <laughs> I met his wife, Nancy, too. Got that Nancy. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to the White House. Yeah, they got a whole wing for me. I'm, I'm, uh, the, <laughs> I am the appointed secretary of the of president. Things. I'm the secretary of things. So when things of need to be done. Fun and games. I'm the secretary yeah. of fun and games. <laughs> <The> shenanigans. <laughs> I'm the new head secretary of shenanigans <laughs> in the cabinet. And that's what I do. So this was categorically untrue and easily disproved. So he was just on there saying anything. <sighs> So Fred then landed in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This time he became he became Mark Gomez, Ooh, an did he know advocate White? for the poor. <laughs> right then he started cooking myths. No, <laughs> not yet. It, it, we'll see. But um, Mark Gomez, why does he keep choosing these like Latino last names? Can you pull the picture up again? He looks nothing like Latino. Why would, it's not why would anybody Gomez. believe that? It wasn't given a sparsa either. No, I mean he is a little olive skinned. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, there are, there are a lot of white Latinos. I'm not. You That's know, true. it's working. So he's an advocate for the poor. Now, what I don't like about this is, is that he's working in spaces where there are underprivileged people or people who need assistance and help. And so he's kind of skulking by because nobody's paying that much attention to the needs of poor people. So they're definitely not paying attention to if the, the person has a real name or, or if they're if a friend, he's actually the five-time working and doing the job. Like- right. They don't care. They don't um, care. We'll just throw anybody in that position and see what happens. Right. And then we'll and then we'll announce that publicly, like, look, y'all, we got a commissioner of, of poor things. He gonna help y'all. He's from them, their community. Right. Don't even worry about what he do, but he here to do things for y'all. Like what? Scam. So Mark did such a good job that Bernalio County Board Commissioners in Albuquerque received numerous letters commending his work. So they say he was doing a good job. Wow. From buying a family of Was car, they commending his work or was he writing his own letters back to the submission and letting them know that he was taking care of everybody. He sits at home every night after work and he's like, hello, me, I am a poor from Albuquerque Central and I just want to say that Mark, what's, what's my last name right now? Gomez is a good dude. Give him more money. He's really helping the poors. Me, uh, a poor. Have you ever did that? Have Sincerely ever, a poor. Have you ever called casting on behalf of yourself as somebody else? <laughs> No, I have not. <laughs> and now I wish I had. Hey, have y'all seen Lacey Moses? No, she's really killing it in that role. Y'all should really hit her up. You guys should have you? really call. I've done that before. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how's it going? My name is uh, Rave. 
Ravon. Hey, I'm calling on behalf of Shiley, and he's trying to do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's just send, send it all through. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, yeah, no they problem. said y'all wanted to see him. Oh, we, we haven't heard that. No, yeah, they said y'all had said. Yeah, so. he's, he's, he's coming in a little bit. He's very excited. He's been preparing all day. Very sexy and very talented. And so y'all should really, like, when y'all see him, just hop on it before he's gone. Everybody's, everybody's calling. Hey, I'm not mad at it. That's a good scam. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, people were lighting letters. People. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't know these people exactly. are. Yeah. I don't think these people were writing. I think he was writing his own letters. So, from buying a family a car so their father could get to work to paying rent for a family in need. So, they were like, he didn't buy us a car. He paying that rent. Wow. You know, getting he's, that light bill after is, the holidays. What he did was he wrote a check from the government to himself, and then he wrote a letter to the government saying that he helped the family in need, and he was that family in need. He was a family in need. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I love that. That man is a mastermind. I mean, he was in need of coins. (laughs) Who's, Who's to say who's not in need? That's true. You know? So Fred's life as Mark Gomez, local hero, wasn't discovered to be a lie until nearly 10 years later. He kept this group going for 10 years. When a reporter informed the Bernalillo County Board of Commissioners that it was all an act. Now, this reporter is a hater. Okay, you look. That reporter was looking for a story, and she found it. She did. And did. And they did. He did. did. We don't know. We don't know the gender. But I love this for them. However, while Fred was busy posing as a saint to the public, he continued to collect grand theft charges through the 90s. So he said, Mark is a public servant. Fred is a public menace. (laughs) (laughs) This man was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Hyde. So several months, for several months, he also lived with an order of Norbertine priests in Albuquerque likely to escape theft charges. So he was also living in the priesthood. Wow. And look, we got a photo. Look at them giving priests. Are you kidding me? Look at those fits. Hold on, where where is he at? Is he in the middle? Yeah, uh, let me, where is his ass at? Okay, he's not, he's not in this photo, but this is a photo of like priests. Like this is what he was giving. He was wearing the priest drip. He was wearing that holy, holy couture. That's crazy. Hot holy couture. And, And I love that for him. Big hustle. Big hustle. Ain't nobody coming and doing a raid at the church house. Exactly. Like, you like, know, we're not checking for nobody there. In between mass, everybody standing up and, and sitting down, and he's but the feds are busted through. No. You <laughs> know how crazy that would be if someone literally just busted through the front door of the church mm-hmm. and searching for him, like they raided the whole spot. That'd be insane. We get our communion wafers at, and then all of us sipping someone on the same needs to do wine. A biopic of this guy and figure it out. Right. He's That's talented. Crazy. So he told them... He is a talented Mr. Ripley. He is. He told them that he was almost finished with seminary training and was interested in joining the religious order. But after trying to call said seminary, the Norbertines discovered it didn't exist and his records were falsified. Fred asked to leave immediately. So they were like, hey, we called the seminary and it's actually a target? Like they said, this is, oh, okay, well, you know what? I actually have to go right now. Let me get my shit. No, he's running away. (laughs) Wow. You just hear his car skirting out of the parking lot. That's crazy. So Fred eventually left New Mexico, and after a small six hundred dollar embezzlement stint in Los Angeles, just a little Yo, bit, just a little embezzlement. this man. He doesn't learn his lesson. <laughs> Put this nigga under the jail. What the hell? Why are y'all letting him handle anybody's money? Oh my god. And he's like, I volunteer to be treasurer. Who who treasuring the treasure? What's crazy is like, thing is, you could possibly you could really get away with all this stuff because there was no technology back then. Right. Like, so you could literally do whatever you wanted. 
And this is like the 90s. Like, ain't that when they had them computers from Ghost with the green letters yeah. and shit? You could just be stealing anything at this time. Oh, my God. So, they didn't have no ASL, no AIM, no nothing yet. Embe- I don't think 600 qualifies as embezzlement. That's a big word for $600. Like, you just stole $600. Embezzlement, you got to be at least in the thousands. So, he resurfaced in 2002 at the Immaculate Conception Parish in Yuma, Arizona, as Father Federico B. Gomez de Esparza de Latino. Federico. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, it, it looks like a video. Is, he holding is that a the baby? mouse on it? Oh, that's the mouse. Is he holding a baby? Okay, oh so he's God. holding the chalice of communion wine. And he was like, "Y'all come up here and get lit for the Lord. Y'all sip on this blood, okay? <laughs> if only was the blood." He was like, "Oh, wrong, wrong religion, wrong uh, mm. subsect." Okay, but so he was out here giving the girls, getting them lit for for Jesus. So Father Frederico, this is at a wedding oh that we're looking God. at. He presided over baptisms. He was dunking the babies in the water, confessions, Them getting babies all going the tea. Straight to hell. <laughs> babies Every, ain't getting saved at they all. They ain't saved at all. They said, "Frederico, we just saw you put." Evian in there. We thought this was holy water. No, 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 it is. I got to just bless it. Evian's still holy water. Hold on. He was on confessions, weddings. So what if you what? got married by a non-ordained so priest? You're literally not really married. So yeah. that's a way out. That's a way out. If you if Frederico married y'all, y'all get out of there and don't exactly. get your money up. And by all accounts, did a fantastic job. Everyone wow. was pleased. They're like, he's dunking the babies he's the did best. He did his homework. He did his homework. Right. The confessions are confessioning. He over there like, word, really? You cheated and on your like wife? four Hail Marys. Yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> now, nah, get out of here, King. Yeah, just four Hail Marys. <laughs> <laughs> but I killed someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah. go on. It's okay. Ahead. You're Our all fathers, forgiven. You good. God just told me right now. He texted me and said, you good. <laughs> so, <laughs> love it. About a month into his stay, Father Federico visited Mexico and upon his return was flagged for an outstanding grand theft warrant involving the $600 embezzlement. Wow. Grand theft. $600? Grand theft for $600? That ain't shit. That's a really petty person who was like, no, we we want a felony. We want to, can we get him on America's Most Wanted? No, America's Most Wanted has standards and $600 is not it. No, no, listen, hear me out. Oh my God. $600? So somehow he was able to talk his way out of an arrest by convincing officials they were actually after his twin brother. Wow. Some more Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. He was like, no, that's not me. Look at me. I got this collar on. I got a baby back here that I'm finna baptize in 20 minutes. Y'all holding me up. Yo, this dude is out of control. He's diabolical. He must be stopped. Where, how's the story end? Like, we, we, listen, we'll get there. But I, but I, we know enough about him that obviously he got booked several, several oh, yeah, times. For sure, like he knew everybody when he came into the jailhouse. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, what's up, Sandra? How your kids doing? Oh, you back again? I'm doing all right, man. I'll be yeah, out here yeah. in about two weeks. Just a little embezzle, bezel or whatever. You know, it ain't nothing. It ain't no thing. Ooh. I'll probably get a fine." They having wow. Pizza Tuesday tonight? Oh no! Like he's like very much. He's a he's a criminal gets locked up only during the winter, so he yes. can stay in. Get the right? Food. He was like he'd be high in the winter. That's when I go to jail, okay? Mm. You know, because I got to put that furnace on. <laughs> so he knew that they would soon catch up to him. So he quickly left in the middle of the night to go to Phoenix, where he lived as a traveling priest at two parishes. And the way they shuffle priests around, wow. you know, that's an easy job. Fred continued to preside over all priestly duties until. U.S. Marshals finally caught up to him and arrested him. He mid-mass putting wafers in people's mouth oh, and they like, like, hands up, put the wafers down. 
I could just see him busting through the door as he's about to feed someone away for right. Give him the wine. <laughs> the father, and they're like, Father, oh, full, holy father, put your hands oh. up, touch the sky, <laughs> dance, bitch. <laughs> no, oh no. So, Father Federico was sentenced to 16 months in state prison on embezzlement charges, devastating a number of couples whom he had recently married. Wow. So, they saw that their priest was going to the clink. How embarrassing. He in all the photos. <laughs> yeah, he's such a good person. They're like, they, hey. And they were probably character witnesses for him, too. That's right. They're like, he married up. us real good. He was very fatherly. <laughs> Felt like my father. Also, I just think 16 months in state prison for embezzling $600 is bullshit because it costs so much to nah, house prisoners. he should have been in jail a long time ago, so it it's okay. It costs more to house him than the 600 that he embezzled. That's true. That's true. But the thing is, though, it's not even about the 600 It's about the series of crimes he's did before that he got away with. <laughs> Literally, that's what it's about. For me, it's about the 600 <laughs> So, in the years following his release, Fred scammed his way. Bad for Fred. I mean, I don't well, let's know. not feel bad for Look, Fred. Fred, Fred has was... been scamming the system for decades. Okay, but Fred was out here hitting them babies with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I get it. All right. You know, he got a family of car, <laughs> maybe. Right. Potentially, right. he did got he, them a car. Or did he get himself a new way? <laughs> I thought you got that grand, that grand theft charge next. Right. So Fred, <laughs> in the years following his release, mm. Fred scammed his way into positions as executive director at the National Kidney Foundation of Southern California. How is it still working? It makes no <laughs> sense. Like, how is nobody stopping you or figuring this out? Your mugshot should be everywhere. Literally everywhere. I think these everywhere. are jobs that they're not, they're not as competitive probably. He was a youth director or for a director for a youth center, deputy director at the Western Law Center for disability rights and a fundraiser like, for both the Red Cross doing and UCLA. The background check. I'm telling you right now, for a nigga to get a job as a janitor somewhere, they're literally going to do right. background check of the background check. This man was a priest, got locked up. He was he was a counselor, got locked up. He was a city official, got locked up. And like, how is this man still getting jobs? Because they're not checking him. That's they're like, crazy. I don't know. He raises money for the Red Cross. It's called white privilege. Literally, <laughs> and and I think it's that bald. When you see a man with a bald head like that, you're not thinking he'd been in a jail that much that's true you know what I mean especially if you, look at yeah. him bringing the phone. we look keep bringing this photo back up but it's not giving prison you no know? it's not it's giving distinguished it's giving yes. I've done I have educated young minds why would I do crime with this much bald mm. you know he's like crime is for men with hair Okay, <laughs> I'm bald. I help the community. So though he was fired or left most of these positions for unknown reasons, we know why. People probably started being like, exactly. um. mm. Fred continued to be recognized for his good work. He raised over a million dollars for Hurricane Katrina victims with his really? team in Pasadena. Mm. Oh, my God. That was back when Kanye was saying George Bush don't care about black people, but Fred did. Fred did. Okay. I guess. Right. I don't Fred, know. Fred literally took a cut off the top. He took 10% right. off the top. He was like, one for you, one for me, black exactly. people. Two for you, five for me. But mm-hmm. they got a little bit of it, I guess. He was recognized for his ability to draw donations from Hollywood celebrities and for important research at UCLA. So he still was you hobnobbing. He's still working those resources, still working those contacts. Right. Fred said... In quotes, every job I've had, whether I got it legally or illegally, I busted my buns for those jobs. He said, look, I may have not been qualified, and perhaps I was a 10-time convicted thief, but... I was really helping the girls when I got the job. That's wild. I mean, that sounds good to me. So in 2005, the LA Times published a detailed profile on Fred's exploits on the front page. After a waning job performance prompted an internet search, he was fired a month later from his most recent position at the Red Cross. Now, the Red Cross be having their own... The Red Cross is a scam itself. Right. They stole all this money from Haiti during the... um, 
during the earthquake, I'm like... We always say donate local. If there's a natural disaster, like, the Red Cross will immediately start tweeting, like, hey, girls! Hey, hey what's up? What's going it's on? It's us, the Red Cross. No, no, no. We don't need no blood. We don't need no blood. Cash, mm. though. <sighs> Cash is really gonna get the blood where we need it to go. So, can y'all give that to us right now? Yeah. Look at the cross. It's red. Y'all know we helping? Yeah, the Red <laughs> who, Cross. Who, wait, who, who got the tragedy? Uh, Florida. Florida. That's where that's where the money gonna go. Exactly. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, you know, Ukraine's in trouble right yeah. now. Let's go send some we money We sending it over there. Uh, send it, oh, Haiti, they don't have no water right now. Let's go send them. Right. Send this over to them. Like, right. Puerto Rico. Y'all didn't see Trump throwing the paper towels? We bought the paper towels for him to throw at people. Mm. That was us, okay? <laughs> Red Cross still the be quicker calling. picker upper that was us the Red Cross had purchased all of that okay listen ugh, we all know in 2006 he was hired as the executive director of the New Mexico Performing Arts Academy in Las Cruces under oh a God. fake name and was fired shortly what? after when his real identity was discovered ugh. He's still, he's, he's still, done really he's well still, in New Mexico. He's, he's and been Arizona. crushing. Like, if y'all want to have a fake identity, these must be the places to go because the girls aren't checking. They're like, look, we don't have lawns. We don't water our grass. We, we, we're we got, not checking for nobody. We're, we're not just, checking for nothing. We're like, whatever you want, we take you as you are. Right. Come as you are. New Mexico. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the branding. That's the slogan. Come as you are. Come New as you Mexico. are. Okay. Or who you're not. Come as you aren't. We will also expect, we will respect that as well. Come as you want. We won't check. So during the following years, Fred appeared on several primetime shows such as Dateline and the Dr. Phil show where he was confronted by a couple that he married. Ooh. Dr. Phil's like, we ain't gonna stop lying about being a priest. <laughs> He's like, we got a family here who said that you married them and they won't talk to you. Me, a therapist and not a scammer that <laughs> Oprah gave a platform to. <laughs> Without Dr. Phil, we wouldn't have bad baby. You know, God bless. Contributions to the world, Dr. Phil, yelling at people. I'll never forget when he was yelling at people who were addicted to crack. I'm like, stop smoking crack. Like that's really good. All right, awesome, great. You know what? I'm kicking the habit. I'm finished. Why was I smoking crack in the first place, Dr. Phil? You are right. Let me put this here. You want the pipe? Let me just go ahead and leave that here. I did bring something with me, but you know what? Since you said something, I'm gonna just put it away. You know, no one's ever said it to me like that before. Stop smoking crack. Wow. illuminated oh, <laughs> like what this man is a hack so this is a scammers and scammers working together so a couple came on he also created a blog and for a brief time a company offering services and we have a little video he has services to educate clients about con men and how to spot them now i don't know this seems like it's coming from an informed place he was like let me warn y'all about me you know what it, you know what it reminds me of remember um the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Catch Tom- Gang, yeah. yeah, that's what it reminds me of right now. It does. Let's see a little bit of this PSA that he's got warning people about himself. All over the world, people are being hired to some of the highest positions at some of America's well-known corporations. Do you know who you're hiring? That's the question that you should really be asking yourself when you actually give the keys to this one individual that you have hired to become the CEO or president of your corporation. Hi. This is Fred Brito, and I'm coming to you from the Fred Brito Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And I want to share with you today the importance of hiring the right person (laughs) to key positions within your organization. Now, far too many times when we hire somebody, we're looking at their cover letter, and we're Mm. looking at their resume, and we're looking at their references, and we're looking at all this information. That's wrong. What references did you have, sir? Himself? He was like, hold on, y'all calling my references right now? Let me step outside. For that key position within their organization. Now, you also have a background check, and this information tells you about the character of the person that you're attempting or possibly potentially going to hire 
for this company. Who did your background check? I can tell you that based <laughs> on all of the experience that I have had the in my life, I've the had background with crime. check oh that you God. hold in your hand is probably 40% accurate. Okay, let's pause there. <laughs> he said... I'm Based on my experience in crime, y'all's background checks are not backgrounding and checking like you thought that they were, okay? <laughs> That's me, a criminal. And let me tell you firsthand, I have gotten jobs at the state official, <laughs> the president. president even sent me this letter. Right, but, I worked at the Red Cross. It's only got like almost 3,000 views. I feel like more people should be watching this. He's giving y'all the gospel. Wow. He was like, let me tell y'all, me, a former and current criminal, how... <laughs> How to hire people so that you don't run into the same pitfalls that everyone who hired me did. Just hire me and I'll tell you how to spot them. <laughs> yes. Now, don't do a background check on me, okay? But that's not hire be me and I'll figure it out for you. I love this for him. And as, as of 2020, Fred manages an IHOP and continues to do good deeds. 2020? He's yes. still out here? What? the International House of Pancakes now. He might be an international criminal, but he also selling them international hotcakes. I I love this. From helping local nonprofits through IHOP to providing free breakfast to shelter youth. Oh, my God. Hey, look, he's doing a little bad and a little good. He's like, it's all balancing out, okay? Oh, I give out a free grand slam to the youth. <laughs> and, you know, I also embezzle all the pancake money. <laughs> Literally just stealing all the money. And so recent research, and I love that he's a manager, too. Like, he got to the manager position, even though he'd be doing crime crime. Recent research of reporters has shown that there is no evidence that Fred has committed a crime since 2002. There's no evidence. Wow. He's not gotten caught. He got better. He's I appreciate gotten... the growth. Yeah, I could, I appreciate, I could appreciate that. Like, he was like, I'm he, doing crime smarter, like, not harder. I was getting caught up. My lies wasn't working. It wasn't sticking. So you know what it is? I'm going to just... Do some homework, study the game real quick, and that way I could fully rob this this um, company without them knowing. I love that he rose to his potential. You know what I mean? He was like, I, 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 a lot of trial and error of doing crime. He mm -hmm. was like, yeah, when I ended up in jail, I consulted with some other people. Like, how can I do crime better and harder and, and harder to detect? And then also he's warning people about people like himself. I see him as a, a community <laughs> outreach leader. <laughs> he's saving y'all. Fred, Fred. I mean, you worked in a lot of places where the most vulnerable people in America are. You were running scams, so I don't approve of that. However, your dedication to the art of fraud is commendable. You know, uh, I'll give you that. I'll, gi I'll give him that. Like, he has been in this game for a very long Lifetime time. Lifetime Achievement Award. Been holding it down at yes. the scammer's ball. He will be there. He got more mugshots than America's Next Top Model. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tyra was like, I am holding this mugshot. <laughs> One of you lucky few. And he's one of them. I mean, he did it. You know, Fred, Mark, Gomez, La Jolla. Um, Frederico. <laughs> Frederico. Father Federico. Tahin Johnson. We stand a king. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tahin Johnson. And that brings us to the saddest part of the show, where soon I'll have to let Jean go. But before we do that, Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise, or maybe not. We'll see. Let's Ooh. get into it. So John Oliver recently tipped his hat to Kim Kardashian for her role in helping solve an art fraud scheme. Kim Kim's had a lot of careers. Wait, okay? what? In 2018, Kim attended the Met Gala dressed in head-to-toe gold Versace. Okay. Mm. Dressed in gold, Kim took a photo with the Egyptian priest. Um, his name is Ned Jamank Scarcophagus. Now your last name going to be Scarcophagus. 
Which that's the a, that that I already know that's a lie. Like you, your if your name, name is Skarkovicus, really? Lacey Mosley, Prince of Egypt, Johnson. What? What is this? Is too Egyptian? So the photo went viral on social media, leading to thousands seeing the Skarkovicus for the first time. Oh, so she was posing with the actual uh, tomb. Mm. Oh, I remember that chainmail dress. So she was like, "Yeah, let me post next to. I hope it wasn't nobody dead inside of there." That would be crazy. Don't don't prop my coffin up in a glass case. Put me back in the ground. I don't know when we decided the moratorium was for like digging people up. Cause I know I can't dig up your grandma from last year when that's she passed. True. I can't dig up like that's too soon. Let these people's bodies rest. Right. Like, when does it become archaeology or and when is it grave robbing? Mm, I think white people decide. They're like, no, 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 no. This is for science. <laughs> This is for the betterment of humanity, is it? Is it? I think we leave them in the ground. I don't know if we dig dig them up, y'all. Like, leave them alone. So, didn't y'all learn from the mummy? That's dead. You know what? That's real. Archaeologists are literally robbing tombs. Yeah. Day in and day out. But they're like, we got a little brush, though, so it's not as really as much of a robbery. And we're doing it when you guys are paying attention and watching it. Right. So it's not really robbery. And then we're going to sell this to a museum and make money off right. of it. Right, and then people are going to pay to see it. Shout out to the British Museum, which is just a bunch of shit that British people never fucking own. And we're like, come look at all this shit that we stole from other people. Y'all come in here and look at it. Exactly. Okay, for science. Like, bitch, the fuck? So this is history, right? Right, sure. sure. No, actually, it is history. You're the history of you robbing people, right? And it's like let's put it all fully on display. And I don't, I just don't understand why I can't discover shit. Why can't I go in the British Museum and be like, I discovered this and take it out the glass and walk home with it? When, why you get to do that? What is the timestamp of like now you own this? Here's what you need to do. You need to hit up Father Federico, and he'll hook you <laughs> up and show you how to get it done. Listen, he's he's got a master class, y'all. <laughs> get on Father Federico's OnlyFans. He's dropping a live and tips every single week, y'all. Get into it, okay? An anonymous informant then tipped off international authorities to say that the casket had been looted and that the museum had been tricked into buying it for $4 million. Of course, the museum was tricked right, into buying. Right. Sure. I also, hear Ocean's is, 14. Right. Also, <laughs> what is looted? Colonization is just looting. So when what year does it become looting? They're like, yeah, we decided in 1955 that it's all looting now. But before that, it was just discovered. Right. I discovered this diamond in a chi- an African child's hand. Did you know that in Haiti, like off the coast, the government, uh, I think the U.S. government, don't quote me. There's something something going on with the government. If you find gold off the coast of Haiti, you have to report it. and then, And you can't keep it. You can't own stuff that I found. You, if you find it off the coast of Haiti, you can't keep it. This is so ghetto. This is Isn't so extremely it? ghetto. I'm not reporting that. If y'all find gold off the coast of Haiti, pick that shit up and put it in your pants and then shout to the sky, Toussaint L'Ouverture, and like keep it moving, okay? No, we're not We're not doing it's this. It's crazy. So if you Haitian, you find your own gold, you have to report it back to the government and they'll take it from you. Right, for what? Why? That's, that's just like how the government's like, if you get a gift over $100, you have to file it on your taxes and pay taxes on it. Sweetie, <laughs> that's never happening. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, with all that I bullshit. pay taxes on all the gifts that I get. You know what? I ain't never got a gift in my life. Let's go there. No one loves me. No one loves me. I ain't never got no <laughs> gifts from nobody, okay? I give the government what they're owed because I love them. <laughs> they need my and money. And that's the biggest scam is to taxes. Oh, they just be making shit up. They oh literally be hitting me up talking about, hey, girl, you owe this extra money. How? They were like, oh, we realized you had money when you paid your taxes. So we was like, let's get a little bit more. So I'm like, give me a 
a receipt. Prove it. No. Y'all ain't got no receipts. Ghetto. So it turns out that the sarcophagus, which dates back to the first century of BCE, had been looted during the 2011 revolution in Egypt. And the Met had purchased it based on a forged documentation and 1971 Egyptian export license. So I kind of fuck with this because it seems like Egypt was like, can you give us our shit back? Like, yeah. bring our guy home. No, that's our nigga. Like, we need, we would like him back home at his house. I, I fucks with that. We, we throwing him back in the pyramid where y'all stole him from. Yeah. I'm into it. and uh, I'm, I'm with it all the way. Shout like, out to Kim K being like, ooh, my Instagram gonna go up with this dead man. <laughs> Look at me next to this dead man. We matching. Twinsies. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill it with right, this. I'm about to eat. Life's about to be on fleek. <laughs> yes. So upon the discovery, authority seized the coffin and has since been returned back to its proper home in Egypt. Wow. I mean, I kind of fuck with this. Kim got her social media selfie on. She got millions, like over 100 million followers. And... Yeah, and she's and she got the people back what they was just wrote. She's I Robin Hood. Love, right. I love how somebody put out an Amber alert and Kim K is like, here I am with Amber. <laughs> 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 Say cheese, Amber. <laughs> 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 and they're like, yeah, we're going to need Amber back. Like, no, we're going to, we're taking her back. Thank you for finding her. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for finding She was like, look at me, an activist, <laughs> an accidental activist. Love this for her. Love this for everyone involved. Also, I love when people take their shit back. That's mm-hmm. my favorite thing. Like, please take your shit back from the colonizers. It's like, called repo. Right. We're going to need our things and we're going to need them today. I want people to do that to the British Museum. It's time that everybody Ooh. can pull up. I want the Queen's uh, diamonds that she stole from South Africa, put them back, pluck them right out of that ugly ass hat, and put them <laughs> the fuck back, okay? They're not theirs. And they love to, like, when the Queen, you know, hit her dirt nap, you know, there were a lot of royalists who were like, listen, like, uh, the the British monarchy, we were the first to, like, abolish slavery. And it was like, no, no, no you, you weren't. You guys... That was in Haiti. and that, No, you weren't. You like, also, that. how you gonna be like, hey, we created something and then we stopped doing it so we saved y'all technically exactly <laughs> technically technically it's your fault we're in this mess and like, why we're dealing with everything like, how you gonna kidnap me and bring me home talking about some I rescued you no you also you, you also the, took me yeah you also took me what are you talking about and you put me to work nah don't worry about all that don't worry about all that forget about it forget about it like, why are you living in the past why are you living in the past <laughs> y'all no. need to move on even though there's so much that still exists in our society and in our government that continues to oh keep you poor oh my god y'all same need to let it go. story we, uh, st- we stole you we brought you back be okay we keep you poor through every social program we have rich <sighs> politicians steal directly from you and give we it to Brett we don't give Barb. you any money that you were supposed to give you that's fine okay and what about it Ugh, oh y'all so annoying why y'all bringing oh, up old shit you guys are so entitled like what the fuck i'm the real victim because <laughs> everybody mad at me because because i stole y'all and then think about my psyche <laughs> <laughs> i wake up every day stressed about the shit that i did think about that come on now oh, Lord. oh goodness well that brings us to the end of an amazing episode john thank you so much for being here we always ask on this podcast where would you like to be found Ooh, you, you can find plug, me socials. on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Jean Ellie. Yes. Same name, different app. You can find <laughs> me there. The brand is strong. Uh, and the Send Help series. The whole thing is yes, out right now, right? The whole thing is out. You can binge watch every episode, all seven episodes of Send Help on All Black, which you can find on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Prime, and also yes. on your smartphone and on your smart TV. Just look for the All Black app. So get into it. Get into All Black. And as always, guys, if you want to see the photos of this man who... <laughs> 
he has the he doesn't have the face of a criminal and I'll give it he's he's serving good Samaritan face and I love that for him if you want to see those scam got his pod uh, on all platforms but obviously the Instagram and then if you want to follow me and my shenanigans D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Divalacy on all platforms congregation keep priesting Amen. You know, who's who's to say you can't be qualified to be a priest? Just you you get an outfit. You get an outfit. You read the the Bible. Yeah. And then you sit. And then start dunking babies and marrying couples. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I wish you would have got arrested during a wedding. Like, he's like. Oh, that would have been a great, like, (laughs) a communion. Right. (laughs) It's like doing the vows and they're like. Oh, yeah, hold on. Somebody knocking at the church door. No, I'll get it. No, you don't have to get it. You the priest. No, I'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be out the back. (laughs) No, he ran away. (laughs) No, he's gone. Well, yeah, we got to the end of the ceremony. We basically got nuptialized. It's good. All right, y'all. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.